Welcome back to another episode of Off the Grid. I'm your host, Kaylee. Now, Formula One is heading back home to the UK. Now, Silverstone is 52 laps. It's got two DRS zones, it's got 18 corners. Max Verstappen holds the fastest lap. And of course, Silverstone's first Grand Prix was held in 1950. So, 71 years ago is when the first British Grand Prix was held. Of course, Formula One, a global sport. But the Motorsport Valley is in the UK. So several teams have their headquarters there. Several drivers call the UK home. So let's kind of dive right into it. Haas, no points. They will probably end up at the bottom like every other Grand Prix so far this season. I don't see them finishing anything higher than P17 and unless there's some retirements that, of course... Uh, knock out some positions, uh, then maybe they'll get higher than P15. But, I mean, other than that, not too much. Uh, expectations coming out of Haas. Alfa Romeo, Kimi Raikkonen, Antonio Giovinazzi. Not too much is going on there. I mean, pretty much I'm expecting them to kind of do the same that they've been doing, finish just outside of points, uh, just outside of the points, and, and maybe uh, screw up some other... Uh, guys races of course that's what Alfa Romeo probably loves to do especially if you're uh, Antonio Giovinazzi knocking out uh, Esteban Ocon uh, in the Austrian Grand Prix and then of course Kimi Raikkonen and Sebastian Vettel uh, during the Austrian Grand Prix as well having some uh, having a, a quick little collision so not too much out of Alfa Romeo I'm not expecting them to get any points honestly couldn't predict it <laughs> If I wanted to, uh, Alpha Tauri, Pierre Gasly is probably going to finish a lot higher than Yuki Tsunoda. Pierre is probably going to finish within points because um, he's finished within the points quite a quite a bit uh, this season. So uh, hasn't finished under tenth. So if Pierre just kind of rides that line, he's very consistent. He's uh, been performing well with Alpha Tauri. So his season. Uh, this race, especially Silverstone, I think it's just going to continue on for him. Uh, for Ferrari, Ferrari's got Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc. Both drivers have some form of connection to the UK. Uh, Charles Leclerc winning it, uh, or not winning it, uh, getting a podium last year uh, at Silverstone. He uh, took third. And, I mean, Carlos Sainz, obviously a former McLaren driver, so he's got quite a a big fan base in the UK, um, and of course all the Ferrari fans uh, that are in the in the UK. So, uh, I mean, they've got probably a, a successful weekend as well ahead of them because um, you know the past two weekends, uh, the Austrian and Styrian Grand Prix, they they were uh, they had fairly good finishes. Both drivers actually had decent finishes enough to enough to kind of boost them back into a contention with McLaren so uh, definitely something to, to watch out for is Ferrari um, in terms of the British teams Alpine I know they're a French team but they're based in in the UK so I threw them in here Alpine not really expecting much out of them Fernando Alonso probably going to finish within the points Esteban Alcon kind of has a curse over over 
his um, new contract being signed. So really not expecting much uh, out of Alpine. And uh, unfortunately for Esteban Ocon, if he uh, <laughs> if he goes another race where he doesn't uh, finish within the points, it's it's not looking too good for for him to to really show uh, Alpine that what they uh, that they didn't make a mistake that he is actually a, a good driver. But uh, Aston Martin, you know, they're returning to you know their return to Formula One has already gotten them a, a podium, uh, although that was mostly due to Sebastian Vettel and of course uh, Vettel having won the British Grand Prix uh, at least twice. Uh, so could he have the car to do it? Probably not. Do they have potential to seriously score some some good points? Yes. Uh, Lance Stroll, he'll probably be riding in the lower lower half of the points um, if he does manage to get up there. Especially Vettel, the past three races haven't been his best, uh, unfortunately. So, you know, for Lance Stroll and Sebastian Vettel, I think it could really go uh, either way for them. They're definitely going to be uh, within, uh, I would say, P7 to P13 uh, is where those two cars are going to finish. But uh, in terms of in terms of a British team, Williams Williams is really kind of struggling this season, and then Austria somehow Austria was the 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 race circuit that kind of jump started uh, the Williams team and just kind of made them show everyone around them like hey. I know we've sucked for for a couple seasons now, but we don't suck as bad anymore uh, because they're leaving that to Haas. But uh, uh, for Williams, uh, Nicholas Latifi, I'm not expecting much out of him. I don't think Williams is expecting too much out of him. I think if he finishes over P15, it's going to be a good weekend for for him and for Williams uh, in terms of that. But if you look at George Russell, George Russell is the guy that is going to really I hope is going to make it happen for William for Williams because he came so close to a point in the Austrian Grand Prix and then Fernando Alonso just snuck up and just took it from him. and uh Alonso actually <laughs> in a post-race interview he did seem that he was kind of a little upset that, that it was a uh, Russell that he was passing because he knows how uh, how hard Russell's been working and how um, how hard that uh, the Williams team works to uh, just even get up to to P11. So, uh, I mean, P11 is the best finish for Williams this year. Haas definitely will not finish P11. So I think Williams has secured their their position in the uh, standings just based off that. Uh, Williams has the potential to score their first point in quite a long time uh, with a British driver during the British Grand Prix. So a British team with a British driver scoring their first point of the season at the British Grand Prix. Obviously not ideal because, but it, it obviously it's not ideal because, you know, the team's been struggling for so long and to have them score their first point this far in the season is just not ideal not the best scenario but if they manage to do it it's going to be a very special meaningful race for them it's definitely gonna show them that hey 
Williams hasn't been great. But look at what we did. This is what we did for, for our fans, for, you know, the team, and for our drivers. Like, this is all the hard work that's finally paying off. Let's just get one point, which I think is why so many uh, of the members in the garage were just so upset uh, when they saw that point slip away during the Austrian Grand Prix. But I think that what's going to happen is if they, if George Russell manages to slide his Williams into P10, or maybe higher, which P10 is good enough for Williams, it's good enough for George Russell. One, it's going to help uh, with, you know, with uh, his possible move to Mercedes, although the move to Mercedes could be announced during the British Grand Prix, and here's the reason why I think that. You've got Lewis Hamilton, a British driver. George Russell, a British driver. Mercedes, based in the UK. Mercedes fans, a lot of them reside in the UK. So that then begs the question of, well, what's the best place to announce the driver li- or the drivers for the 2022 season? And if you're going with two British drivers with a team that's based in the UK, which has a huge following in the UK, I don't think that you would really announce it anywhere else. I think they're going to announce it at Silverstone. They're waiting. A lot of people are kind of predicting George Russell's going to make the move to Mercedes. Um, As much as a lot of Williams fans would probably love to see him stay at Williams and kind of possibly get them back up at the top, uh, you know, George Russell's kind of looking at it as, well, I want to be at the top now. And uh, who could really blame him? He's been with Williams for for quite a, a while now. So this... Uh, if he moves to Mercedes, it'll be very, very good for him, and uh, it'll uh, kind of give Williams the opportunity to um, kind of throw in a, a new driver, and maybe that driver's going to be uh, able to, to get them higher up in there. You never know with uh, with Formula One. So, moving on to McLaren. McLaren has had quite a season so far. I mean, especially if you're uh, Lando Norris, but Danny Ricardo, not from the UK, but from a commonwealth of the UK, but still not from the UK. So, Ricardo raced at Silverstone several times, raced at the British Grand Prix several times. He is, you know, he's clearly a, a, a good driver. We saw that when he was racing for Red Bull. We saw him fight in in the Renault, we're seeing him kind of struggle to get used to to the McLaren, and then the Austrian Grand Prix, it seemed to be a very good race for for McLaren and for uh, Daniel Ricciardo. So, really, the uh, the British Grand Prix, I would think the goal is to get Daniel Ricciardo into good point scoring position. Um, obviously. When you've got a teammate like Lando Norris, three podiums so far this season, only four in his career, and three of them are this season. Lando is definitely, I mean, and the only driver to consistently to, to score points in every single Grand Prix this season. It's kind of insane. So, uh, with McLaren, with Lando Norris, I mean, a lot is a lot is happening with that team. A lot of you know, positive things are, are going through them right now, especially coming off of the 
uh, Austrian Grand Prix. I mean, third place for for Lando is definitely uh, a great, great uh, finish. So, I mean, Lando, obviously, being from the UK, racing on a British team, going to the British Grand Prix, it's as home as you can get. I mean, Lando is is probably going... He obviously knows that he can compete with Mercedes and Red Bull now as long as two... As long as the the drivers make mistakes, and he capitalized on the mistakes that Sergio Perez and uh, Lewis Hamilton were having. So, uh, I mean, if if Lando manages to to kind of drive perfectly, and then you know Valtteri Bottas or, or Sergio Perez or, or Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen kind of make that mistake that could cost them in the race. I mean, Lando Norris. I would uh, I would think that Lando could probably squeeze up in the in the podium once again. Uh, hopefully, uh, it's uh, in B2, uh, which is what he should probably should have gotten uh, last week. And the whole McLaren garage thinks so. He thinks so. Obviously, a lot of fans think that it, it would have been uh, P2 for him uh, had it not been for the penalties. So as long as Lando kind of keeps uh, keeps his McLaren away from every other car on the grid where they won't be able to give him any penalties. Uh, so I think then then Lando will probably probably do good and as long as he keeps it in within the track limits as well cuz he's he was pushing track limits uh during the Austrian Grand Prix so as long as Lando can do that as long as he can successfully kind of do that i think the uh, British Grand Prix is just going to be another grand prix uh, for him that uh he is able to kind of just perform and kind of prove to to everyone that he is uh, one of the better drivers on the grid and that he uh he's meant to be in that seat and that you know you can say that Daniel Ricardo is a great driver but you know Lando is obviously proving that at this point in time that he can drive the McLaren better than than uh Daniel so moving on to to Mercedes obviously Valtteri Bottas possibly losing his seat to to George Russell so let's say that Mercedes has known that they were going to announce George Russell uh, in their as their second driver next season, and they were just waiting for the British Grand Prix to come. Valtteri not gonna have a good weekend. He's now gonna know that you know the whole uh, world is is not gonna know if you know if he's got a seat for next year or not. And obviously, a lot of signs point to uh, you know maybe Valtteri's not gonna be uh, be going back uh, to Mercedes next season. A lot of uh, just how Mercedes has kind of been playing uh, playing their cards this season, especially involving Valtteri. It's kind of given a lot of fans uh, the impression that they're trying to make him look uh, good for other teams. They're trying to make him possibly, you know, feel like they're going to pick him, but in reality they're going to pick somebody else. So uh, a lot could uh, potentially happen for, for Valtteri over the uh, – over the uh, the break, or over the the British Grand Prix, and then obviously, uh, it's not gonna be not gonna be a fun winter break for him. Uh, but I mean, Lewis Hamilton has won the British Grand Prix. I mean, I don't. I think that a fan could probably go back and and figure it out. But you would lose count uh, after about the fifth or sixth one. So, I mean, Hamilton, 
definitely going to be going to be a big, uh, big possibility on the podium, uh, which I know a lot of fans aren't aren't too fond of Hamilton uh, being on the podium, but it'll probably happen. So, uh, I mean, as long as he manages to not break his car on a few of uh, on a few of the safety measures around the track, I'm sure that uh, that he'll have a better race than the Austrian Grand Prix. Moving on to to Red Bull, I mean, Red Bull has kind of dominated in the past five races. So, unfortunately for for Red Bull, Sergio Perez didn't get on the podium uh, during the Austrian Grand Prix, and he finished sixth, which really isn't the best finish. It's not the finish that they want him to be in. They want him to be higher up. They want him to be above at least one Mercedes uh, to score major points, to take points away from Mercedes is obviously the goal. And uh, honestly, I mean, Sergio Perez is just kind of, he, he's he been flying on the track recently. I mean, he said, give me five races. They gave him five races. This is sixth race. He won. So, I mean, and then his seventh race with Red Bull, he managed to get another podium. So really in Austria, didn't come out on top. Wasn't really the best uh, outcome for him. But I mean... Then you have uh, the British Grand Prix coming up. Home, one of you know, Red Bull is is from the UK. It's their home Grand Prix. Sergio Perez is going to be expected to to kind of put on a a, a good show, uh, just like how he was expected to put on a good show in Austria at the Red Bull Ring. Max Verstappen, no doubt, one of the favored, uh, one of the the higher favored drivers. Uh, Christian Horner said that he's not too concerned. Uh, about Silverstone and obviously Mercedes and Red Bull their kind of feud going on will continue through Silverstone and it's it's one of those races that you want to win so really I mean Max Verstappen if he comes out on top it'll just be another you know it'd be his fourth straight uh, win it'll be you know his, the sixth straight win for Red Bull definitely something that they want uh, to be able to say they want to be able to dominate at the podium, so or on the podium, and and they, that's what they've been doing. They've been dominating pretty much a, a good chunk of the season. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Max Verstappen uh, and uh, and Lewis Hamilton were both on the podium. So, uh, my predictions for the British Grand Prix then are, you know, I'll I'll switch it up. I'll say Hamilton uh, in first because he hasn't uh, he hasn't won in five races. So it's almost like he's he's kind of due, he's going to be kind of due for a win, and I think that if it's going to be anywhere, it's going to be at Silverstone. So I think Hamilton on top, Verstappen uh, second, and I'm going to make uh, a prediction that a lot of fans are probably going to make, and I'm going to say Lando in third. Obviously, Lando probably is sick and tired of third, uh, but of P3, but you know I think uh, another P3 for him. Especially at Silverstone would be uh, would be very important, be a significant race for him. So, uh, what I would uh, that's going to be the podium that I'm sticking with for the British Grand Prix. And uh, <laughs> well, uh, thanks for uh, listening to another episode of Off the Grid. You can find us on Twitter at F1 Off the Grid or go to our website F1 Off the Grid dot net. We will. See you next week for the breakdown of the British Grand Prix.